0: This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call... The
1: Riley and Kimmy
0: Show. The Riley and Kimmy
2: Show. And welcome to this Monday edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Getting really close, I mean really close to the 1500th episode. This is number 1,499. Right next to me is a person who's quite excited. Kimmy, I got one name, Kimmy. Hello everybody,
3: hello everybody, 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 everybody. <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm your host, Patrick Riley.
3: You weigh 163
1: pounds. You are a very stupid fellow and not likely to succeed.
2: That is so true. And right next to me, I mean, on everything, uh, the weight and, well, everything, but the person next to me who is really, really successful just happens to be Kimmy.
4: You don't know how much I've missed all of you, and I promise you I'll never desert you again.
5: You see, this is my life.
4: It always will be there's nothing else just
2: us and the cameras and those wonderful people out there in the dark hello kimmy hello well watch it you know the lights are quite low as we record this episode we don't need any of that scary stuff okay okay all right please, please no scary stuff okay <laughs> welcome to a monday episode welcome it's just the is actually a fun day right Kimmy Uh huh. it is because we're getting really close to something that's going to be happening it's going to be happening on Sunday Riley and Kimmy show will be celebrating our 1500th episode it's matter of fact uh, we've been doing that for the past few days and we will be continuing it it will be concluding at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con happening Sunday January 28th at a new location bigger and better than ever before It's going to be held at the Florida Hotel on Sand Lake Road, right by the Florida Mall. And we really want to see you at this event, right, Kimmy? Yeah. Come on out, help us celebrate the 1500th episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Stop on by our booth and become part of the episode. And when you're out there, make sure you uh, swing on by the celebrity area. They have quite a few comic book creators, artists, writers for you to meet, like Ryan Otley Part of Vincible, Invincible. He is there. That's Ryan Otley of Invincible. Also, Billy Tushy, artist and creator. Meet Frank Thierry, writer known for Harlequin, Wolverine, Deadpool, and Batman. And more, too. That's right, more. As in Tony Moore, co-creator. Hmm. Of the Walking Dead. He's there. He's also worked on Deadpool and Venom. Nick Bradshaw, artist who's worked on Wolverine, the X Men, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ryan Stegman, known for his superior Spider Man, also Scarlet Spider, and Wolverine, is there too. Yeah. Meet them and more, including a great selection of local artists on hand. And, oh boy, cosplayers like Bat Tech Cosplay. You'll be able to See some fantastic cosplay. Definitely. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. fantastic, right? And and rumor is that Bat Tech cosplay is going to be joined with members of some well, a certain well superhero group. Ah. Oh, DC based superhero cool. group. Cool. Yeah. Get you, get your photos taken with them, right? Uh huh. And Cecil Grimes, one of the best cosplayers in the nation, if not the world, known for his Walking Dead impersonation, Rick Grimes. Cecil Grimes will be there, providing photo opportunities for you. And something for those who are not into comic books or maybe The Walking Dead, a chance for you to play vintage arcade games all day long, courtesy of Free Play Florida. Big thank you going out to Brian Jones, Brandon, and Marcy from Free Play Florida for making that happen. Tell your friends about the Orlando Toy and Comic Con find out more by going to their website at orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. We have links on our website to them. Be sure to follow them, too, on Facebook, by the way. They'll keep you updated with all kinds of things that are going on and contests and fun and other things will be happening that day. If you haven't been to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con before, or if you have, please check out this one. It is bigger. It is better. Share it with your friends. Tell them about this. I guarantee it'll be a fun day. hmm Big thank you to Mike Priest of Mike's Comics for inviting the Riley and Kimmy show to this event. Also, big thank you to Rick Shea, co-promoter of the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. And as I said, we'll be celebrating that 1500th episode. You can be part of it. Stop on by and we'll have the recorders going and we'll be doing a show. Right, Kimmy? That's right. Join in the fun. Make it a special day for The Riley and Kimmy Show. By the way, visit our website for more links. Also, links to our social media pages. It's best to find out what's going on with us fastest way. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and more. And you can take us anywhere on planet Earth and listen every single day to a brand new episode you heard right. Brand new episodes of The Riley and Kimmy Show are available on iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, and more. The archived episodes are available right on our website all the way back to that very first episode. And we have celebrity interviews we have done, videos, and more. All available on our website. What is our web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com
1: Find archived podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com Pay nothing but rotten junk on that program. The Riley and Kimmy Show.
2: Shall we play a That's the big question on this Monday. Does Kimmy want to go back in time to the thrilling days of yesteryear? Challenge her brain cells with some pop culture trivia. I know it's a Monday. Might be dragging, Kimmy. How's your brain? Are you able to go? What say you?
0: I'll give it my best try.
2: That's all we can ask. Now one of the things I need to point out, the timeline has been adjusted. It's not running in chronological or linear order, meaning it's... It's all goofy. Yeah, it's uh, wacky. Sort of like I am. Feel free to shout out answers to Kimmy. She believes in time, travel answers, so yell at whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy Show playing on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. We are the Riley and Kimmy Show. Kimmy, the very first question we have for you deals with aircraft. On this date, Kimmy, the Boeing 747, the world's first jumbo jet, enters commercial service. Can you tell me what decade this happened? Was it the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, or 1980s? 1960s. It was the 1970s. 1970, when that happened. Have you ever flown on the big uh, Boeing 747? No. All right. The year, 1930. The place, New York City. Work begins, construction begins on this building that, in three years, a giant gorilla would climb to the top of. Can you tell me the name of the building? The Empire State Building. That's correct, Kimmy. The year is 1951. This person is ejected from a Winter League baseball game after hitting a batter. He decides to leave baseball for politics. He would become dictator of Cuba from 1961 to 2011. Who is it? Fidel Castro. That's correct, Kimmy. The year is 1963. This song is recorded. Tell me the name of the group.
6: They say the lights are bright, all right.
2: Jimmy, tell me who that is. 1963, they recorded what would become a big hit for them. I don't know. That's The Drifters. The year is 1966. This song is recorded. Tell me who did the recording. Whoa! Is it, Kimmy? The Beach Boys. That's correct. The year's 1968. This show debuts on NBC TV. Tell me the name of the TV show. Can you tell me the name of that show, Kimmy? laughing That's right. Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In debuts 1968. The year is 1971. This song is recorded. Tell me who the recording artist is. Father, To the people, peaked at number 11 on the United States Billboard Hot 100. Who is it? Paul McCartney. Wrong Beatle. John Lennon. That's right. John Lennon with Yoko. 1971. The year is 1972. This TV show premieres on NBC. Tell me the name of the show. Jimmy, can you identify that TV show? Emergency. That's correct. The year is 1983. Beyond Borg retires from this sport. What did he retire from? Tennis. That's correct. He had set a record by winning five consecutive Wimbledon championships. The year is 1984. <laughs> Tell me the name of the company that introduces the Macintosh during the third quarter of the Super Bowl. Who does that? The year 1984. What's the name of the company? IBM? No. Apple? It is Apple. They released the Mac. I have a feeling you never played with a Mac way no. back when. Though. No. Okay. The year is 1984. We're staying there and we're, well, actually staying around the Super Bowl because somebody, a big, pop star did the national anthem the moment you can identify who this is let us know here he is kimmy knows who that is who is it kimmy barry manilow fantastic yes that is amazing the year is 1987 This talk show host becomes the first talk show host to tape a show from inside the Soviet Union. The shows were shown later that year without an audio clue. Any guess what talk show host that would be? We do have an audio clue if we have to go to it, but you get major points if you can figure it out. 1987, who would it be? Phil Donahue? Amazing. I didn't even have to play an audio clue. You got it exactly right. The year is 1998. Theodore Kaczynski pleads guilty to federal charges for his role as what? What was he known as? I don't know. He was a murderer, but a certain type of murderer, Kimmy. Theodore Kaczynski. I don't know. The Unabomber. The year is 2010. This person has their last episode as host of a certain nighttime variety show. Tell me who it is. The year is twenty ten. And if you can tell me the name of the show, that's bonus points. Here's your clue.
0: Thank you. That's gonna have to last me a while. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> now we've had we've had uh, we've had a lot of fun being here these last seven months, but like everything in life, the fun has to come to an end a decade too early. And I think <laughs> that's just an old motto that I was taught Long ago. Now, everyone, this is, I guess it's all over the internet. People are talking about the terms of my settlement and what's it all about. And the terms of my settlement, I'll be honest with you, say that I can't host another show for seven months.
2: Who is it? Conan O'Brien. Yes. What show was he being kicked out of after only seven months? The
0: Conan O'Brien Show. No. Oh. Oh.
2: He took over this show when somebody retired. The Late Show? It has a name. It's an NBC show. It's a show Jimmy Fallon now hosts. The Tonight Show. That's right, The Tonight Show. That's what Conan had for a very brief period of time. So brief, I forgot. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll forgive you on that. It's a Monday, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Tell me why this person's famous Kimmy Ann Southern, born on this date. I don't know. Born 1909, died 2001 at the age of 92. She was an American actress who worked on stage, radio, film, and TV, a career that nearly spanned six decades. Next person, born on this date, 1934. Tell me who the person is. You're
7: letting your imagination run away with you now. I have never seen this creature that you're talking about. Mr. McGee! Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me
2: when I'm angry. Wouldn't like Kimmy when she's angry either. Can you tell me who it is? Bill Bixby. Yes, born in the state, 1934, died 1993 at the age of 59. Next person, born 1931, tell me who this recording artist is. You
6: send me, darling, you send me, honest you do, honest you do. Honest you do, Whoa. you thrill me. I know you, you, you thrill me.
2: Who is that, Kimmy? I should know. Yes, you should. Who is it? But I can't think. It's Sam Cooke, born 1931, oh, yes. died 1964 at the age of 33. Next individual, identify who it is with these clues. Actor, born 1940, died 2017 almost a year ago january 25th 2017 this person passed away he was in the movie alien in 1979 he was in the elephant man he played john merrick in 1980 he was in the movie 1984 he played winston in 2013 he starred as well doctor who the war doctor in three episodes can you tell me who it is john hurt that's correct john hurt on this date next person best known as a lead singer of a certain pop rock band he did go solo kimmy tell me who the birthday person is once you identify him tell me how old he is within five years
6: been gone, feel, been gone.
2: who is it steve perry that's right how old is steve perry today within five 68 he is 69 and what group Has he been the lead singer of? Journey. That's correct. Next individual, actress known for this movie. Can you tell me the movie? The Exorcist. That is correct. She played the possessed child, Reagan, in that movie, 1973. And she played... The same character in Exorcist II, the Heretic in 1977. Who is it? Linda Blair. Yes, how old is Linda Blair today within five years? Uh fifty. She's fifty-nine today. Next individual, Kimmy, a musician and actor, born on this date 1960. He was a founding member and lead singer for this band. Susan
8: Blanc. Susan Blanc. This is a
2: Who was born on this date, 1960, Kimmy? Michael Hutchins. That's correct. Born 1960. Died what year, Kimmy? Um, 1998? That's close. 1997. He died at the age of 37. I see dead people. Celebrity and notable deaths. Famous people who passed away on this date in history. We have an audio clue of this person who passed away 1973. We'll give you a little extra, a little more than just the audio clue before we play it. He was the 36th president of the United States from 1963 to 1969. Tell me, who passed away in 1973?
4: For 37 years in the service of our nation, first as a congressman,
2: as a senator, and as vice president, and now as your president. Who is that, Kimmy? Lyndon Johnson. That's right, Lyndon b johnson passed away 1973 next individual actor died on this date kimmy 1994 at the age of 72 his birthday was just the day before which is really really odd that you know he died right at the time of his birthday he's known for this tv show tell me the tv show kimmy here's your clue Now, that theme is actually kind of a, a tough one, a, a trick one, because it was season, like, number five theme. They they totally got rid of the theme that the show had become famous for. Its other theme, the one that's really known, is this one. And can you tell me the name of that show, Kimmy? Kojak. That's right, Kojak. And the person who passed away on this date is? Oh,
1: yeah. I've got it. Here, yeah, take this down to the photo unit, have it blown up and put on the streets. And take this artwork with you. Because he'd be back on the streets in five minutes. Sweat, Tony, clamps. Are you kidding? Crocodiles, they don't have pores. And if I'm going to throw a net over him, let me tell you something. It's going to be forever. Love you, baby. You're beautiful.
2: And who is that, Kimmy? Tully Savalas. That's right. Died 1994 at the age of 72. Next person passed away 2008 actor, tell me who it is. Well, hello, beautiful.
8: You must be Harvey's squeeze. And you are beautiful.
9: Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars?
2: You want to know how I got them? Who is that, Kimmy? Heath Ledger. That's right. He passed away on this date, 2008, at the age of 28. Kimmy, I think you did a fantastic job on this Monday with trivia. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with the Golden Age of Radio. Attention comic book fans, toy collectors, lovers of pop culture, and cosplayers. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is happening Sunday, January 28th. It's bigger and better in a new location. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is being held at the beautiful and spacious Florida Hotel and Conference Center, 1500 Sand Lake Road, Orlando, Florida. Attention zombie fans, meet Tony Moore, the co-creator of The Walking Dead. Your photo taken with one of the world's leading cosplayers, Cecil Grimes, impersonator of Rick Grimes of the hit TV show *The Walking Dead*. This is your chance to meet Nick Bradshaw, artist on *Guardians of the Galaxy*, Wolverine, and the X-Men. Artist Ryan Stegman of *Spider-Man*, Scarlet Spider, Wolverine, Thing. Artist Billy Fushi, the creator of the comic book *She*. Artist Ryan Otley, best known for Image Comics *Invincible*. Frank Terry, writer of DC and Marvel comics and the video game *Marvel vs. Capcom 3: Fate of Two Worlds*. Discover why many consider the Orlando. Toy and Comic Con, the best one-day comic book toy show in America. Visit Orlando Toy and Comic Con's Facebook page for locations of the dance tickets and the website orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. Share with all your friends Sunday, January 28th, it's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con at a new location, bigger and better, with many new vendors bringing tons of comic books, toys, pop vinyls, collectibles, and more. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It's worth the drive. It's worth the flight. January 28th, the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Don't miss it.
6: Riley and Kimmy show. Radio was
2: new. Radio. you. And that's the Riley and Kimmy show. Just moments ago, we spoke about actress Ann Southern being born on this date in 1909. We have an excellent example of her golden age of radio work. We have, well, she had her own show back in the 1940s, and we have a fantastic example of it. Matter of fact, two episodes of it as well. We kick things off with the episode titled, Acme Surplus Truck from 1949. Here's Ann Southern and our tribute on the Riley and Kimmy Show.
1: Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. (laughs) You all remember Metro Golden mayers famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Ann Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern
10: as Maisie. Yep. I'm like the man said, Maisie Revere from Brooklyn. By profession, I'm a chantoosie. That's French for singer, you know. Right now, I'm between engagements. That's an expression in show business that means if something don't happen real soon, I'll starve to death. Well, this morning, I was making the rounds of agent's offices, and I got a couple of offers. One of them was even for a job. (laughs) And then I chanced on a big war surplus company with a sign out, Help Wanted. And in as much as a job is a job, I opened the door. And I walked up to the man at the personnel window. <laughs> I had to eat. And I wasn't one of them choosy chan-choosies.
0: Yes, miss, what can I do for you? I'll take it. You take what?
10: The job. How much does it pay?
0: Oh, you mean our sign on the window.
10: Yeah. Of course, I really don't expect it to be in my line. I'm a singer, you know.
0: Well, I'm sorry, miss. We're not putting on any singers this week. But we are short of help. What kind of other work do you think you can do? Yes. I mean, what do you have experience at?
10: Oh, well, what's open?
0: Well, we can use a typist, comptantress, sonographer, bookkeeper, billing clerk, lithograph operator. Well?
10: Keep going. I'll tell you when you come to it.
0: Am I getting warm?
10: (laughs) Not even close yet. But there must be something.
0: Look, miss, all we take care of here is war surplus. Oh, then you
10: ought to take care of me. I'm war surplus. You you are? Yeah. I used to be a whack.
0: Well, I'm sorry, Sergeant, but I'm afraid there's really nothing that we can...
10: Gee, I I drove an ambulance and trucks. Say, maybe you can use a truck driver.
0: A a truck driver? But you're a woman.
10: Yeah, but women have stomachs, too. Or haven't you been down to the beach lately? But... And during the war, I drove trucks all over Europe and Africa. During bombardments, too.
0: But, miss, this isn't Africa. This is Los Angeles. Oh,
10: that's all right. I'm used to danger.
0: I'm sorry, but it's impossible. Women truck drivers, it just isn't being done.
10: Yeah, sure. Of course, during the war, women drove taxis, ambulances, trucks. But now that it's all over, you're right. It can't be done. Well, so long, chum. Sorry I took up your time.
3: Ouch. Oh, oh! oh. oh uh, gee, why don't you look where you're going? Oh, I'm very sorry, Miss. Here, here, let me help you up. Thanks. Oh, gee! I've... Oh, look, your elbow—it's all scraped. Oh, <laughs> well, that's uh, all right. I got too much skin anyway. Oh gosh, maybe you're killed. I mean hurt. I, I mean, maybe you better sit down. Well, now, maybe. calm down, uh, fella. Um, you're
10: all excited. Oh,
3: oh, I, I, I can't help it. You, you see, I'm gonna have a baby.
10: You are? <laughs> Well, then maybe you'd better sit down.
3: Oh, thanks. Oh, I mean, my wife's going to have a baby. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, it, it could be tonight. The baby, I mean. You know how it is. Well,
10: no, I'm single.
3: Oh, that's why I've got to be there. Uh, to take her to the hospital. My wife. It's my first, you know.
10: Your first wife?
3: No, baby. Oh. <laughs> it costs a lot of money, and I can't afford to lose it. The baby? No, my job. Oh, okay. I drive a truck, you know. Didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. For this company. I work nights. Mm -hmm. That's when they're always delivered, aren't they? Trucks? No, babies. Oh,
10: I should have known.
3: Yeah, Gosh, I I, I shouldn't tonight. I shouldn't because I got a feeling that it's going to happen. But the money, I'm afraid to tell him. but I, I must. Mustn't I?
10: Huh?
3: Don't you think? Well,
10: uh, l- look, you'd better start from the beginning. I, uh, I think maybe I missed something.
3: You, you, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Charlie Pilsudski.
10: How do you do? I'm Maisie Revere.
3: Oh, how do you do?
10: Well, not very well. I try to get a job here, driving a truck.
3: You, you, oh, you drive a truck, but you're a woman.
10: I know it and you know it, but does the truck? Look, I drove practically everything on wheels all over Europe.
3: You, gosh.
10: Say, maybe... Yeah?
3: No, it's crazy.
10: Yeah, crazy.
3: But on the other hand...
10: Yeah, on the other hand. It won't work. No, it won't work.
3: But I just gotta take the chance. Maisie, will you do it? Sure. Do what? Take over tonight's run to Frisco. Oh, the dough ain't much. My stomach don't hold much. Oh, it'll be a big favor, Maisie. I begged off two runs this week already, and if... if I tell the boss I can't make it tonight again because my wife's time is... Getting too close and I ought to be with her just in case... They'd fire you, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and jobs ain't easy to get.
10: So I've heard. Okay, Charlie, I'll get your truck to Fisco. You'll still have your job. Your wife can have the baby and... Uh.
3: Uh-uh. Oh, you're not backing out, are you, Maisie?
10: No, but how am I going to get the truck past the checker tonight? He'll notice I'm a woman. I got it. I'll wear a sweater.
3: Uh, a sweater?
10: Oh, yeah. I see what you mean.
3: Hey, don't you worry about that, Maisie you just be at the loading platform at 11.30 tonight, But huh? the checker... Oh, Bill Hendricks is a friend of mine. He'll keep his eyes and mouth closed. I'll have the truck all loaded and ready for you to take off in a hurry. Good. <laughs>
10: I'll be there on time, Charlie. Oh, good. And I'll get that truck to
3: fiscal for you right on time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, only one thing. Yeah? You're a woman, and if a cop should stop you driving a truck without a license, how will you get out of it? <laughs> Don't you worry
10: about that, Charlie.
3: Like you say
4: I'm a woman. Take shh, it shh, shh. easy. Loading that loot on the truck, Lefty. Keep, keep it quiet. What you're so jumpy about, Pete? Oh. I took care yeah, we won't be this Come on, come on. Let's get the rest of this stuff in the truck. I promised Shirley I'd be back in time to give her another lesson on picking locks. She's ambitious, that girl of mine My model's the same Yeah Wants me to let her do one of these warehouse jobs But I keep telling her the boss won't go for it Yeah, my Shirley's the same about that But I keep telling her to stay home, read her comic books You know, improve her mind Yeah, education's a wonderful thing Yeah Come on now, stop mourning about your girl Let's get this load loaded Keep your shade on, will you? We ain't due at the this bus until 12.30. Yeah, but it's 20 miles to the Turnpike Road and Blackie don't like to be kept waiting. Yeah, he's impatient. <laughs> there ain't gonna be much room for any more stuff in here. Charlie loaded it pretty full. Do, do, Charlie? Who's Charlie? Charlie Pilsudski, the guy who drives this here load. Oh, yeah. I seen his name on the license when I checked the gas gauge. Hey. Duck Lefty. What's up? Quick, under the truck. With me, a cop, where? Out there on the street corner, under the light. Quick, quick, under here. Uh, I kind of thought this was working out too good to last. Now we ain't going to be able to meet Blackie on schedule. Shh shh, 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 Quiet, quiet. We'll have to lay here to leave you. And where
7: do you think you are going, miss? Oh, uh, oh, good evening, officer.
10: I- it's a nice night, ain't it?
7: Answer the questions.
10: Oh, sure. It is a nice night. I, I mean,
7: where are you going?
10: Oh, well, I uh, I have to wait for my boyfriend in that truck. He, um, uh, he, uh... Yes? He, uh... He, he... And what's so <laughs> funny? He, uh, well, I, I, he ain't there yet. You see, he's driving all the way to Frisco, and I'm bringing him a change of clothes. It's in that suitcase? Yeah. He's a very snappy dresser, you know.
7: He must be. There's a bit of lace sticking out of there.
10: Oh, well, um, that's mine. You see, I'm going with him. We're, uh, getting married. Uh, so long, officer.
7: Well, it ain't safe for a girl to be waiting around in a dark alley all by herself. I'll just keep you your company till he gets here.
10: Oh, well, that won't be necessary, officer. I'll, I'll drive by his house and pick him up. Ooh. Oh, you drive a truck? Why is everybody so amazed?
7: Well, do you have a license?
10: Well, sure I have, officer. You can't get married without one. I
7: mean, do you have a license to drive a truck?
10: No, but, gosh, Charlie and me, we just got to get married. You see, um, I'm running away from home. I'm sorry, miss,
7: but you got to have a license to drive a truck. We still have laws in this city.
10: Uh, Well, you see, my father don't want me to marry him because he's an Irishman.
7: Oh, I see. And what's wrong with Irishmen? Nothing but my father. Come along, young lady. I'm going to see that you get in that truck and pick up your fella. Yeah, your old man sure has a nerve trying to prevent you from finding true happiness with the son of old Aaron.
10: Oh, thank you, officer.
7: He's come along now. Can't keep the groom waiting. Oh, you lucky girl. the
4: cop, he's coming up to the truck. Yeah. And he's got a thing with him. Yep. You just put down the rug. They're getting too close for comfort. I got... Quiet. Keep down under here. But she's getting in a truck. I suppose she drives it off. We'll be caught here without... You dope. Whoever heard of a dame driving a truck? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know, for a minute there I was worried.
7: Well, goodbye, officer, and thanks. Oh, forget it, miss. Just save me a piece of the wedding cake. I will, officer. Just as soon as we're Mr. and Mrs. Charles Pilsudski. Sir, Pilsudski? I thought you said your boyfriend was Irish.
10: Oh, did I say Pilsudski? I meant old Pilsudski. Old oh, Pilsudski. Oh, Pilsudski. Goodbye, officer. Come
7: back
6: here.
4: Come back here. Petey, hmm? don't look now, but some dames can drive trucks. Yeah. Come on, we've got to run for you. Get your hands
7: up. Get them up there. Now, wait a minute, officer. You're making a mistake, officer. If I am, I'll hate myself in the morning. Well, 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 look who it is. It's Lefty and Petey, boy. Are you still specializing in robbing warehouses, sir? Eh? Look, officer, we did not do nothing. Well, don't worry me, boys. From now on, you'll be doing plenty, about ten years. And so will little Goldilocks. Goldilocks? The cute little trick that's working with you. Yes, she won't get very far with that stolen truck.
10: Some enchanted evening, I'll say. Hi, fella. Looking for a lip?
6: Sure am, mister.
10: Hey, yeah, you're a girl. Oh, and a pretty wet girl is that. Yeah. When the Chamber of Commerce said come to California and soak up the sunshine, they weren't kidding. Hop in. Don't mind if I do. Whew. There. Course, oh, it feels good to sit down again. My feet sure thank you for this, Mac. (laughs) Don't let the mustache pull you, honey. It's just grease. The name's Maisie. Maisie Revere. Oh. I'm Helen O'Rourke. (laughs) O'Rourke? Say, you're Irish. (laughs) Well, what's so funny about being Irish? Well, don't get your shillelagh in an uproar, honey. I was just thinking of a fasty. I pulled on a cop. A cop? (laughs) Yeah, well, forget it, honey. You walking back from a little session of, come on, baby, be reasonable? <laughs> no, I'm hitchhiking to Portland for a job. At 11.30 at night in the rain? Well, it isn't easy to make an honest dollar, you know. Yeah, I've heard the rumor. is where I'm unloading this heat. I can take you that far. Oh, okay. thanks. I am supposed to start work since I got to Portland. Oh. Well, what at, honey? Waitress or stuff like that there? No. <laughs> you are now looking at Helen O'Rourke, girl lumberjack. Lumberjack, but that ain't woman's work. Well, uh, driving a truck isn't exactly feminine. Touche, honey. I'm just chauffeuring this dinosaur on wheels because a buck is a buck, like the saying goes. Well, I know there can't be a fortune in driving a truck. That all depends on what you consider a fortune, honey. Well, let's have some radio.
1: We interrupt this program to bring you a late news flash. Attention, local police be on the lookout for a 10-ton truck believed to be headed north on the San Francisco coast route.
10: Say, we're on the coast route, Maisie, aren't we? Yeah, but I ain't stopping to look for no trucks. When you've seen one, you've seen them all.
1: The truck, loaded with Army surplus material, was stolen earlier this evening from the warehouse of the Acme War Surplus Company.
10: Say, Maisie, isn't this an Acme truck? Yeah, one of them. But Acme's a big outfit. What's losing one truck to them?
1: The driver of the stolen truck may be armed, so proceed with caution. She is reputed to be a member of the notorious Blackie Leonard gang.
10: She? Well, who ever heard of a woman truck driver? She?
1: She is described as being about five feet two.
10: (gasps) Oh, don't look at me like that, honey. I'm only five one and three quarters. She's
1: a glamorous blonde.
10: Amazing. you oh. oh, that's silly. Who's going to be glamorous wearing faded blue overalls?
1: When last seen, she was wearing faded blue overalls. Oh,
10: well, how could that cop tell it was so dark? Cop? Oh, let me out of but here, But, honey, Please, I, I, I... All I want
1: motorists to... are requested to report to the police immediately if you've seen this stolen truck and this desperate... Gun
10: ball. Oh. oh, jeepers, they'll give me 20 years in jail. That
9: is all. That's enough.
6: Oh, dear.
10: What are you stopping here for? You're not going ki- to shoot me? Oh, of course not, Helen, honey. I'm no murderer. I'm no nothing. Let's get away from this heat. All I ask is that you stick by me to the end. Look. a man just pulled up in front of us getting out. Oh,
8: He has a gun in his hand.
10: And this is the end.
8: Good work, babe. You got to the rendezvous here right on schedule.
10: Rendezvous? Oh,
8: <laughs> Oh, the tough part's all over. You don't have to be nervous no more, surely. Surely. That is this is Lefty's Goyle's Shirley, ain't it, mortal?
10: Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, pipe down, Shoyle. You don't want Pete to think his Goyle's gone chicken.
8: Pete's Goyle? I thought you was Lefty's coil.
10: Oh, yeah, well, we keep changing fellas back and forth, don't we, Shoyo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We like variety, yeah. Oh.
8: <laughs> well, then maybe we could be more than just uh, associates in our warehouse robbing enterprises. You know, there ain't nobody that's got a better appreciation of feminine putritude than Blackie Leonard.
6: Blackie Leonard? Oh,
8: no. Sure, sure. Say, you used to a Pete and these miles, ain't you?
10: Oh, certainly. I mean, certainly. Might've just screamed like that because. <laughs> well, you know how them bobby sockers scream for Sinatra.
8: He sort of goes for me,
10: huh? Yeah, Blackie. But I saw your face. But. but... You heard me, mortal. Blackie's mine, and if I catch you feeding my time with him, I'll shoot you so full of holes you look like a new Buick.
8: Now, ladies, ladies, don't fight over me, please. Till later. You know, we got to get destructed to hide out before the cops spot it. And then, uh, baby, when well, we settle down nice and cozy like, you and me. <laughs> You
10: know. No, but I got a pretty good idea. Uh (laughs) But the Pete and Lefty... Oh, uh, you don't
8: have to worry about them goons. For about ten years, the cops picked them up at a warehouse.
10: Oh, but but how did you...
8: Know how they got caught? Oh, I got connections at headquarters.
10: Well, no, she meant about her, uh, the truck. Didn't you, Moydle? You're Moydle, I'm surely... What was that? Uh, (laughs) I said, I'm surely glad we got away with the truck after the boys was nabbed. Oh, yeah.
8: Uh, I'll be back in a sec, doll. I gotta tell the boys to follow us down. Oh.
10: What do we do now, Shorty? Uh, Maisie, or whatever your name is. Well, you just gotta trust me, Moydle. I mean, Helen. And play along till I can think of a way out of this mess. How are we gonna get out? I don't know. I've never been in a horrible spot like this. I'm counting on one thing to get us out. What's that? Beginner's luck. Shh. Here he comes now.
8: Okay, chicks, we're all set. Uh, move over, babe. Ah.
10: Uh,
8: uh. Okay, you can get going now. Uh, get going? Yeah, to the hideout. The boys will follow us.
10: The hideout? The hideout.
8: Well, Lefty told you where it is, of course.
10: Yeah, sure. He told us, but... but. Uh...
8: Ah, now I know.
10: Uh, you do?
8: Yeah. After the long haul, you're tired, huh?
10: Oh, yeah, tired. Yeah, tired.
8: Okay, shove over. I'll take a wheel.
10: Sure. There. I'm really exhausted. Yeah,
8: sure, I know. It's a long haul to the hideout. You know, I'll bet when you get there, you'll be almost dead.
10: Well, as long as it's just almost, mister. As long as it's just almost.
8: Well, this is it, Cheryl.
10: Yeah, I heard a lot about it, Blackie. So this here's your little gray bulletproof home in the West. This joint does need a woman's touch, Blackie. The, uh, wall decorations sort of clash, don't they, Cheryl? Yeah. It's a little out of date, too. They ain't using machine guns and rifles in French Provincial anymore. Yeah, gives the joint sort of cold look. Mm. very cold. And I, and I don't think much of the painter. of what did the decor here. He slapped some brown paint in the wallpaper.
8: Oh, that ain't brown paint, babe. That just dried blood. What? Blood. Well, while the boys are unloading the truck, how's about you two fellows going into the kitchen and cooking up some grub, huh?
10: Cooking? But but I can't...
8: Uh... Oh, now, don't give me that, babe. Lefty tells me you make hotcakes just like his mother used to make.
10: Yeah, but you don't know what a lousy cook his mother was.
8: Yeah. You'll find all the stuff you need in the kitchen. Of course, there ain't much room to move around. I got a couple of them uh, Navy wireless sets in there.
10: In the kitchen?
8: Didn't have enough room in the garage for all the swag we swiped.
10: Wireless sets, huh? Come on, Moita. Let's scrub up some grub. Maisie, you got a gleam in your eye. What's cooking in here besides food? A way out. Here, help me unwind the wire this wireless set. But we can't send messages on that. It's not connected. Well, if I work fast, it will be. You just keep an eye on the door and keep your fingers crossed. Here's where little Maisie's training in whack communications pays off. Gee, were you a whack? Yeah. If I can't get this thing working real fast, I have a sneaking suspicion that both our children will grow up to be orphans. Gosh, Maisie, what if this doesn't work? What if nobody hears our SOS? Oh, please, Helen, don't talk. Just worry. If Blackie ever decides to come in here to see how, how our cooking is coming along, we'll be part of the wallpaper, too.
8: Hey, Anna, how about the grub? It, it, it won't be long
10: now, Blackie. Yeah, we're, we're flopping them flapjacks. You
8: mean they ain't ready to eat yet?
10: They ain't come down from the ceiling yet. <laughs>
8: well, hurry up, will you? Some stuff. Sure, sure.
10: Oh, Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Contacted anybody yet, Maisie? Huh? Please? Well, I can't tell that, honey. All I can do on this thing is stand. I can't receive.
8: How's about it, chef? Oh,
10: just a couple of minutes more. We're we're also fixing some soup.
8: Yeah, but you've been out it a half hour already.
10: I know, but this is turtle soup. And you know how slow turtles are. <laughs> well,
8: I'm going to give you just five minutes more, see? Just five minutes.
6: Oh, gosh.
8: Jake, you and the boys finish unloading the truck yet?
4: Yeah, boss,
8: we... Hey, where's the skate? In the kitchen, Jake. Hey, uh, guess what they're cooking. A goose. A, A goose?
0: Your goose. Yeah. Here, read this. Uh, what is this, anyway? A little message I picked up whilst checking one of them wireless receiving sets we swiped from the warehouse. It's sort of interesting.
8: Hell, let me see that. Yeah. Uh... Kind of thought things was unkosher. Mm-hmm. You and the boys got the trucks loaded, Jake. We'll be pulling out of here as soon as I take care of some unfinished business. Check, Chief. All yeah. right, come, ladies, ready or not. No,
10: no, don't, Blackie. We're coming
8: out with the crowd. Yeah, we're all finished. You sure are, ladies. You sure are.
10: Here's the flapjacks, Blackie. The soup should be ready soon. I'll, I'll go back in the kitchen and
5: watch it. Well, I'll go with you, Shoya. I just love watching soup. No,
8: no, 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 no. Please, ladies, sit down, sit down. <laughs> I don't like to eat alone.
5: Uh, but
10: uh, I'm not hungry. A- and I'm on a diet. Sit down. Uh, amazing. Got a gun. A gu- 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 Blackie
8: don't like little girls <laughs> sending messages for help on the wireless.
10: A gun. Oh, he knows about Fainted. <laughs> Imagine her being scared. <laughs>
8: yeah. Now, why would you like it, babe? And the head or the back?
10: Uh, in the back, I think. I just got a new permanent.
8: Okay, chick. Anything you'd like to say before I let you have it?
10: Yeah. Blackie, can I say just one word?
4: Sure, go ahead. Help! Okay, Blackie, drop it. But the cops! Huh? Like we got here sort of in the nick of time, miss. One second later, you would have been a dead cookie. Yeah. Oh! Nothing to worry about now, miss. We got all the
10: others. Oh, I didn't scream because of that. No? No, my soup. It's burning.
1: In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Maisie.
10: Well, that little caper is over with, and I'm still alive and kicking. And Blackie and the mob, they found out you can't sell government property and get away with it. That is, of course, unless you belong to the government. Yes, sir, the only thing that pays less than crime is television. Well, here I am in San Francisco with 18 cents in my kit. I'll get that dope from Charlie Pilsudski till I get back to Los Angeles. Am I hungry... Guess I'll look around for a nice, clean restaurant and blow the bankroll. Am I worried about tomorrow? Not little Maisie. The way I figure, worry is like rocking in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it don't get you nowhere.
1: You have just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie is presented by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of East Side, West Side, starring Barbara Stanwyck, James Mason, Dan Hefflin, and Ava Gardner. <laughs> Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Bill Conrad, Sidney Miller, Mary Jane Croft, Harry Bartell, Herb Vigran, Ed Max, and Howard McNair. Jack McCoy speaking. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. You all remember Metro Golden Mayer's famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, and Southern. But first, your announcer. And
10: Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere. For a time once, I thought it would be changed to Mrs. Eddie Jordan. But I didn't marry Mr. Eddie Jordan. Because he had an impediment in his speech. He couldn't say words like, Maisie, will you be my wife? Well, so here's little bachelor Maisie. Instead of an ivy-covered honeymoon cottage in the pitter-patter of tiny feet, I am in a tiny fourth-floor boarding house room. And the only pitter-patter I hear is the rain dripping in through a leak in the ceiling. Oh. Just a minute, Mrs. Kennedy. Just
3: a minute. Ouch. It ain't the landlady, Maisie. It's me, Merton. Oh, hello, Merton. Hi. What's
10: the matter? Oh, I just burnt my finger. Every time I try to
3: hide my percolator in a hurry, I always grab it where it perks instead of where it later. Oh, gosh. Well, you got to watch that cooking in your room, Maisie. You know Mrs. Kennedy's nose. Yeah. You'd think I'd be
10: more careful, wouldn't you? Yeah, after all, I've been sniffed out of boarding house rooms from Maine to California.
3: Well, how's about joining me for a cup of coffee, Mert, before you run off to the salt mines? Uh, oh, oh well, gee, Maisie, uh, thanks, but I just have time to get down to the store under the wire. I just knocked to let you know it's okay now.
10: Oh, thank you, Mary But there's really no hurry. I'm only taking a cold shower this morning. Oh, how can you take cold showers on mornings like this? Well, gee, no choice. By the time I get to our community bathroom, our fellow boarders have taken all the
3: hot water. Oh, well... You can take a hot one today, Maisie. I, uh, I saved my water for you. Oh, that's real sweet of you, Mert. Say, Maisie. Yeah? They're having a dance at the Y Saturday night, and I... Mm Mm-hmm. Well, all the fellas are bringing girls.
10: Well, girls are nicer to dance with than fellas. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I thought if, if
3: you didn't have nothing particular doing... Merton Falsgruber. Are you inviting me to make with the feet with you? Well, gosh, Maisie, I know you being in show business, you meet, well, rich guys who are more exciting to dance with. Exciting? Don't you believe
10: it, Sonny. I've had all I want of them retreaded old playboys. Oh, gosh, then you mean you'd rather, I mean, somebody like me? Why, sure, Mert. At least with you, I know when you say let's go out on the balcony for a breath of fresh air that you're really interested in breathing. Yes, I am. <laughs> Gosh, thanks, Maisie. I, then it's a date? Sure. My act closes at the theater Friday, so I'll be in the theater. Miss, oh. Miss Revere! Miss oh, Revere! Mrs.
3: Kennedy wants you, Maisie. Oh.
10: I wonder what Miss Dryrod of 1916 wants. There's a gentleman to see you downstairs, Miss Revere, and Mr. Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan? Eddie? Wow! Maisie, wants. <laughs> I'm coming right down, Miss Kennedy. <laughs>
5: He's in here, Miss Revere. Eddie. Maisie. Gosh, it's really you.
9: Yeah, it's me. Gee. Gosh.
10: Now, that's what I call a hunk of scintillating conversation.
9: Uh, Mrs. Kennedy, we'd like to be... Uh,
10: if yeah, you, you know how it is. <laughs> Maisie, at my age, I just know how it was. Gee. <laughs> Eddie, I'm so happy I could cry.
9: This isn't the time for anything but this.
10: Oh, Eddie, you sure know how.
9: Now that I've found you again, honey, I'm never going to let you go again. (sighs) Maisie, why did you ever run out on me? Back in Scottsville, we were so, so... That's
10: why I ran out. We were so, so.
9: Look, I would have asked you to marry me a long time ago, honey, back in Scottsville, but... Well, you know what I was making, selling insurance.
10: Well, Eddie, I could have lived on your salary.
9: I know you could have, but what would I have lived on? I left Scottsville because there was no future there selling insurance.
10: And I left because there was no future there with you. Eddie, honey? Yeah? How did you ever wind up in this town?
9: Oh, I just roamed around the country, looking for you mostly. I happened to stop off here, and luckily I found a job.
10: Oh, doing what, Ed? Insurance. Oh, gee, that's grand.
9: Salary isn't much.
10: Mm. But it's nice, clean work, just enough money for a single man.
9: Oh, we won't be in this financial rut forever, honey. After all, I've still got my engineer's diploma from
10: college. Well, that's nice. In case things get real tough, you can always sell the frame. Mm -hmm. Someday, honey, I'll
9: get a break. Someday, Dame Chance will smile at me.
10: And you'll smile back, just like you do at all dames.
9: Maisie, honey, stop it. You're the only girl for me. You always will be.
10: Oh, I'm sure you mean it, Eddie. You've forgotten all about that arch rival of mine back in Scottsville. Hmm. Funny, I can't remember her name.
9: You mean Marcia Brent?
10: Yeah. Funny how her name came back to you, just like that.
9: Silly kid that Marcia. But cute. Didn't you think?
10: Well, she didn't think.
9: She didn't think. Poor little Marcia. She sure tried hard to get me a job with her old man's engineering company. She sure stuck her neck out.
10: Well, if she ever sticks it out again, I'll slap it right back in. Oh, why, Maisie, I do believe you're jealous. Me? Jealous? Yeah. <laughs> you're darn tootin' I am. Eddie Jackson, if I ever catch you even looking at another woman, I'll... Kill me? Yeah, the hard way. Like this.
9: Ah, oh, beautiful way of going, honey. A beautiful way. Oh, and talking about going, i got to get back on the job. Uh, suppose I meet you downtown at noon, honey, and then I'll take you out to lunch, just like always.
10: Okay, Eddie, dear. But I know you'll be tired after all that work, so I insist on carrying my own tray. <laughs> Your Mr. Jordan should be comfortable in this room, Maisie. Of course, it isn't as close to the bath as your room. Oh, I don't think Eddie would mind running up two flights, Mrs. Kennedy. He was very athletic in college. Uh, Of course, he does understand about cooking in the room. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you and your fiancé ever feel that you don't care to go out to eat, well... uh, Yes? uh, I could fix a pretty good dinner for you. Why, Mrs. K... I always thought that... That I'm a dried-up old prune, a hatchet-faced old woman with ice in her veins. Oh, I don't think that at all, Mrs. Kennedy. Well, you should, because I am. No, you're not really, honey. Honey. (laughs) I haven't been called that in 30 years. Man trouble? Uh Uh-huh. May not show, Maisie, but love has kicked me in the face. Oh, it shows, Mrs. (laughs) Kennedy. I mean, it has. Mm. Mr. Kennedy isn't dead. He... He ran away. Oh, I'm sorry. If there's anything I can do... Well, there is, Maisie. Don't make the same mistake I did. Honey, I'm a little older than you. Huh? Uh, A whole lot older than you. Yeah, that's better. And I found out a little too late, unfortunately, that men are just boys grown up. Oh, I don't think my Eddie's grown up yet. He gets a kick out of the strangest things. Well, what I mean is, kids like to have everything they do appreciated. They like to be flattered, patted on the back. Arnold, mm-hmm. uh, that's my husband, he used to make airplanes out of newspaper and sail them through the living room. Oh, that's really silly. Yeah. It's a lot sillier going through life alone. Yeah, I see what you mean. Well, i got to meet Eddie for lunch. And I'll show interest in everything he does Mrs. Kate. I'll interest him to death if that's what it takes to keep a man happy. Oh smart girl Maisie. It keeps men happy and also keeps their minds off other women. It does. Uh, well I'm I'm not saying your Mr. Jordan is the type <laughs> after all there are all kinds of men. Not when it comes to women there ain't. <laughs>
9: Maisie, honey, I can't remember when I've enjoyed lunch more. Wow, look at the time. i got to get back to the office. Oh,
10: Eddie, not yet, please. Let's just sit here and talk. But,
9: Maisie, Darling, I...
10: what did you do this morning?
9: Uh, you mean first thing?
10: Yeah, right after you opened your eyes.
9: Well, I got up.
10: Oh, how thrilling. Thrilling? Yeah. Then what did you do?
9: I washed. <gasps> you didn't? Of course, I always wash in the morning. Always? Certainly. Oh!
10: Jetty, you're absolutely wonderful.
9: Wonderful for washing when I get up.
10: Well, yes, it's those little things that make a woman's heart thrill. Uh,
9: look, Maisie, I got to rush back.
10: Gee, Eddie, let's not stop this wonderful discussion. Look,
9: Maisie, I I don't have time. I'm already late in my bus. Oh, will j- he... just
10: a few more questions. I'm so interested in the interesting life you lead. Now, who works in the office with you?
9: Oh, just a few fellas. fellows. Fellows. Uh-huh. <gasps>
10: ah. How wonderful!
9: Uh, Maisie, the boss, Mister Evans, said if I'm ever the least bit late again, me. he was going. Not
10: late Who else is in your office?
9: Look, the boss, Mister Evans.
10: Naturally, he's... does he have a secretary? Yes,
9: she's very nice. Oh, wonderful. She's about sixty, I guess.
10: Oh, wonderful. Maisie,
9: <laughs> the boss says. That yeah, my... but I
10: guess he don't say smart things like you say.
9: Afternoon, Jordan. Mister Evans, you're late again, Jordan. You're fired. Goodbye, Jordan. G- Goodbye, Mister Evans.
10: Oh, Ed, you mean that was.
9: Yeah. yeah. I... Uh... Now you can ask me all the wonderful questions you want. I've got plenty of time to answer them.
1: The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern, will continue in just a moment. Maisie.
10: Come in. I just thought you might need some extra towels, Mr. Jordan. Maisie? You know the house rules about... You know? And this is Mr. Jordan's room. Oh, that's all right, Mrs. Kennedy. Eddie ain't here. He went back to the office to clean out his desk. Oh. Is he still sore at you about losing his job, Maisie? Oh, he sure is, Mrs. Kennedy. On the way back from lunch, he took the only empty seat in the bus and let me stand right in front of him. Oh, I'm sorry, Maisie. I guess an old schmo like myself shouldn't have tried to give you advice on how to hold a man. No, it was all my fault, honey. I was the one that admired Eddie right out of a job. Well, he couldn't be too mad at you, Maisie. He did move in here. That shows he still wants to be near you. Yeah, and he did let me carry his bags from his old boarding house. That shows he likes me a little, yet, doesn't it? Uh, uh yes, yeah. I, guess, I guess so. And uh, he's bound to appreciate your unpacking his things for him while he's away. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie he sure had a lot of stuff. But I put it all away in the dresser drawers, and real neatly, too. Well, you look all pooped out after all that unpacking and stuff. Suppose you let me fix your cup of tea in my room. Oh, gee, thanks. I'll be swell.
3: Oh, good evening, Maisie. Oh, Mrs. Kennedy. Hello, yeah. Merton. I... How'd you go at the drugstore today? Oh, n- not so good, Maisie. Gosh, I, I, w- I was so excited about our date for Saturday night, I I missed on five ice cream sodas. Five, Merton? Yeah. I threw the balls of ice cream up a little too high. Oh. Did the boss notice it, Merton? No, no, no. Thank goodness Mr. Peabody almost never looks up at the ceiling. Uh, Mert. Huh? Uh,
10: about that date Saturday night, I, um...
3: Yeah?
10: Um, uh, there... Merton, we have a new boarder. A man. Oh, gee, that's swell. Uh, he's Maisie's fiancée. Yeah, swell. Well, of
3: course, we had a fight. Oh, swell? Well, I I mean, too bad. But I'm sure they'll make up. It was only a small fight. Oh, too bad. Well, Maisie, do you think you'll make up by Saturday night? Well, I don't know, Merck. Eddie's very obstinate. Uh, uh, Oh, gee, he is? I like obstinate men. Well, I I gotta wash up for dinner. See ya. What about you, Maisie? You having dinner alone? I don't know, Mrs. Kennedy. I'll have to wait till Eddie
10: gets back to the office. But I have my doubts. Oh, don't worry, honey. I'm sure he'll forget what you did to him by tonight. Eddie forget? Mrs. Kennedy, you don't know Eddie. One of his parents must have been an elephant. (laughs)
9: Jordan, uh, I'll have my desk cleared out in a minute, Mr. Evans. You can stop clearing out your desk, Jordan. You mean you changed your mind b- 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 about firing me? I never changed my mind, Jordan. There's a woman in the outer office to see you. A woman? If it's the same one I had lunch with, tell her no. No. I'll tell her. i got to get some fun out of life. Now look here, you blind Hello,
5: uh- Eddie. Marcia. Marsha
9: Brent, where did you come from?
5: Well, my mother told me the stork brought me, but I've always had a sneaking suspicion. I mean, gosh, after all these years. Sit down, Marsha. Gosh, you look beautiful. Mm. Even more beautiful than that uh, blonde you were expecting?
9: Oh, I thought you were Maisie.
5: Maisie? Yeah. You mean you've caught up with her at last?
9: Yeah, and I ain't so glad about it. She interferes with my business, gets in my hair, drives me nuts.
5: Oh, then I don't stand a chance. You still love her.
9: Yeah, I guess I do.
5: Oh, well, I guess you'll be happy to hear about your new job. New job? Well, I stopped off here for two reasons. My uh, scouts finally located you, and I thought, well, maybe Maisie was out of your system by now.
1: Uh-uh.
9: Science hasn't found a cure for girls like Maisie. Uh, but you said uh, job, didn't you?
5: Yes, little Marcia isn't one to let her heart rule her mind. Eddie, I'm United Engineering Company now.
9: Oh, yeah, I, I heard about your father. Yeah, I'm
5: awfully sorry, honey. Please, Mr. Jordan, engineers don't go around calling their employers honey. Employers? Uh,
9: engineers? Got a new
5: project, Mr. Jordan. A big electrical plant in Niagara Falls. Interested?
9: Niagara Falls?
5: For a fleeting moment, I thought we might kill two birds with one stone, but um, interested in it? In the job, I mean.
9: Am I?
5: Fine. I'm leaving for Niagara Falls on the 812 tonight. Think you can make the same train? Oh, well, that's a little faster. But but sure. Good. I'll have the tickets and meet you at the station. Oh,
9: boy, oh boy, wait till I tell Maisie.
6: Eddie,
10: are you home?
9: I sure am, Maisie. Come in, I want to tell you something.
10: Well, I can hear you all right out here. Oh, don't be silly.
9: Come on in.
10: All right. I'll leave the door open. What for? Well, they can hear me better when I yell for help.
9: Well, I'm not sorry at you, Maisie. Even if you did unpack my things.
10: Well, I just thought I'd help. You're not sorry? No. Eddie Jordan, you just don't care that I lost your job for you. You're completely indifferent.
9: Listen, Maisie, honey, forget about that old job. I, I never liked it anyway. Honey, I- I've got great news for you. You feel like hitting me? No, I feel like loving everybody. Honey, I just got a new job. You did? Just the kind I always wanted, too. Oh. Now I can get my whole life straightened out. After a couple of weeks at Niagara Falls, I'll be able to tackle anything.
10: Oh, of course you will. I... Niagara Falls? Did... did you say Niagara Falls?
9: I sure did, baby. Oh, Maisie, just think of it. Niagara uh... Falls next stop. I can hardly believe it.
10: Well, how do you think I feel?
9: And do you know what I'm going to do,
10: though? Oh, don't tell me, Ed. It'll be so much more fun finding out for myself.
9: Look, look, honey, I'll, I'll tell you more later. Right now, I've got to run out and get a few extra things I'll need, and i, I better hurry. We're leaving on the eight twelve 12 tonight. Oh,
10: Eddie, honey, I can't wait to tell Mrs. Kennedy. Oh, well,
9: she knows already. I told her as soon as I came home.
10: Uh, you told her before me? Well, yeah. pretty here I'd say yes, weren't you?
9: You? Oh, Maisie, don't you understand? I'm, I'm just doing this to make
10: you happy. Well, okay. But I'm not so sure this is going to work out. You and me are both in love with you. Oh, well, i got to hurry. See you later. Come in.
3: Hi. 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 Uh, Maisie, I I was just wondering what kind of a corsage you'd like for Saturday. You you going someplace, Yeah, I'm
10: packing. Merton. Eddie and me are leaving for Niagara Falls tonight to be married. To be?
3: Oh... Oh, then I guess it's it's off for Saturday night, huh? I'm sorry, Macy. No. Oh, that's all right, Macy. Lots of luck. I I didn't like dancing anyway. Oh. Mm-hmm.
10: Come in. Mm-hmm. You say, Macy, Eddie just told me all about. Uh, you're packing. Well, naturally, Mrs. Kennedy. i got to have something to wear at Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls? Yeah, it gets pretty cold up there, you know. Didn't Ed tell you? Well, yes, but he didn't tell me you were going along. Oh, well, I guess he's just so fast. Well, he's never been married before, you know. Uh, well, he told me he's going with his new boss. Oh, that's silly. Even if Ed loved his new boss, he wouldn't take a man along on his honeymoon. It wouldn't be the same somehow. I've got a surprise for you, Maisie, you poor girl. Poor girl? Yes. Eddie said he's going with a... a Masha Brent. Oh, well, I wonder if I should pack any extra... Uh, Marsha Brant. He said she's a friend from Scottsville. Oh, but I never thought... Well, she's not the type for Eddie's wife. Eddie said her father died and left her everything. And he can't be happy with just money either. Oh, Mrs. Kennedy, what'll I do? Well, I don't know what, honey, but whatever it is, you better work fast. Remember, his train leaves at 8.12. Yeah, there isn't much time. Mrs. Kennedy, mm-hmm. this is an emergency. Come on. We're going to Eddie's room and help him pack. Why should we help him? Well, because if we don't, he's almost sure to catch his train. (laughs) Mrs. Kennedy and I thought you could use some help, Eddie, so here we are. Uh Oh, that's right, Eddie. Anything we can do?
9: Gosh, that's well of you both, but I'm just about ready. Anyway, I'm glad you came. I'd hate to leave without saying goodbye. Oh.
10: You're going to kiss me farewell, aren't you, Ed?
9: Maisie, not now. I've only got about 35 minutes yet, and there's a couple of important things I haven't done yet. You see, Oh,
10: like what? Well,
9: I've got to check over my things before I close the police. You know, I might have forgotten something.
10: Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Uh, Let me see now.
9: I've got my pajamas, shirts.
10: Are you sure Uh, you packed your pajamas, Ed?
9: Yeah. Neckties, Hmm. underwear, socks.
10: You'll catch cold without pajamas. No,
9: I packed them. Toilet articles. Well,
10: suppose the train is wrecked at night and you aren't wearing pajamas.
9: Well, I tell you that... You'll
10: be ashamed to let them rescue you.
9: I packed my pajamas, Maisie. They're at the bottom of the valise. Are you sure? Not only sure, I'm positive. I'm absolutely certain. I am... I am... You're what? I'm wondering if I did pack them after all.
10: Oh, Ed, you gotta be sure. Come on, Mrs. K., turn the valise over. Oh, with pleasure. Maisie, wait a minute.
9: Oh, gee, you didn't have to dump all the things out on the floor.
10: Oh, Ed, you did pack them. <laughs> what a relief.
9: What a mess. Everything.
10: Oh, sit down, Eddie. Mrs. K., and I'll do it for you. Oh, dear. Look how you've creased your things. Mrs. K., hmm? help me smooth out these handkerchiefs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, there's about 30 of them. Is that all? you better go over each one twice. Maisie, do you want me to miss the train? Oh, stop worrying. I called up five minutes ago, and the man told me your train is half an hour late.
9: Yeah, well, I called up five minutes ago, and the man I spoke to said it was right on time.
10: Oh. Well, you must have talked to the engineer. He's at the front of the train. (laughs) Uh,
9: Look, haven't you got that valise packed yet?
10: Yeah, I've just finished. We got it packed all right, but you'll have to help close it, Ed.
9: Closed easy enough before. What in the world did you put in here?
10: Oh, you're just weak, Eddie. There's even more room now than before.
9: There is. Well,
10: there should be. I threw out that large tube of toothpaste.
9: What'd you do that for? I need toothpaste. Well,
10: you don't need the tube. I squeezed all the paste out of it first.
9: Holy smoke. Now it'll be all over everything.
10: Oh, no, it won't. She squeezed it into your pajama pocket.
9: Oh, fine. I'm sure glad I didn't forget to pack my pajamas.
10: Yeah, isn't it lucky? And you'll be wearing them when you clean your teeth.
9: Maisie, you think of everything.
10: <laughs> oh, you got it closed.
9: Finally. Uh, Mrs. Kennedy, what time is it? Gosh, I know I'm going to be late.
10: Well, it's... It, uh, Mrs. Kennedy. Huh? Oh, huh. I don't know, Eddie. My watch stopped.
9: Uh, Maisie, look at my wristwatch. Whether really. it's on the dresser.
10: Uh, well, it isn't there now.
9: It isn't? Gee, I've got to find it. I put it right there.
10: Oh, Eddie, I just remembered. I packed your watch in the valise.
9: Oh, swell. <laughs>
10: Well, what's the matter, Ed?
9: I can't even lift this valise. What is it, John? I
10: guess you got too much stuff in there, Eddie. Oh,
9: gosh, it's only shirts and things.
10: <laughs> Isn't it a good thing I threw out the toothpaste, too?
9: Doggone it. I'll have to open the police again. No wonder I couldn't lift it. Webster's unabridged dictionary. Maisie, why did you put this dictionary in here? Well,
10: Eddie, you shouldn't have left it behind. You might want to read something on the train. Oh,
9: what's the use? Now I'll have to run for it. Gee, I wish I knew what time it is. Maisie, are you coming?
10: Yes, Anne. But it's so sad leaving your old home. Maybe forever. Maisie. Don't you want to see the bathroom just once more? It doesn't have to, Maisie. It's 8.15. What time did you say? Uh, Well, Mrs. Kennedy... She she said she ate 15 minutes ago.
9: Oh, won't I ever get out of here.
3: Mr. Jordan? Uh, Yes? Congratulations. And also, there was a call for you from uh, Miss Brent. I took it. Uh, What did she say, Sonny? Yeah, what, Merton? I am not a Sonny, pal. I'm almost 19, and she said to tell Mr. Jordan that she's taking the train to Niagara Falls herself. Stubborn, isn't she? Yes, very. (laughs) She went by herself? Oh, no, no! Yes, yes. She said if you miss the train, you might as well miss the job, too, Sonny. Job? Maisie Revere.
9: I was going up there for a job. Money, dollars, future. Something I've dreamed about
10: all my life. Oh, but... Ed, I thought that... Uh, well, um, I tried to detain you, so...
9: You... So you... All this... You wanted me to miss that train, didn't you?
1: Out! Out, all of you! I'm gonna blow my brains out. Oh, what's the use? With my luck, I'd probably miss anyway.
10: Don't worry, Maisie. You'll get over it someday. You should live so long, Mrs. Kennedy.
3: Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Maisie. Is
10: there Anything I can do? Yeah. Ask me about that date for Saturday night. I got a sneaking suspicion I'll be free to make it.
1: In just a moment, we shall return to The Adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Macy.
10: Well, I sure did at that time. But wouldn't you just know everything would get loused up. After more than two years, Eddie comes back into my life and then this. And now as far as Eddie's concerned, I'm just a person to be forgotten. Like Whistler's father, John's first wife. Oh, well, maybe he'll get over it. Might as well trudge back upstairs to my room and have a good cry. If I have any strength left in my feet... After making that climb, maybe I'll just bend down and kick myself.
1: You have just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie is presented by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Malaya, starring Spencer Tracy, James Stewart, Valentina Cortesa, Sidney Greenstreet, and John Hodiak. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Sidney Miller, B. Benadaret, Pat McGeehan, Joan Banks, and Joe Forte. Jack McCoy speaking.
2: If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website, At RileyandKimmy.com, some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about The Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where The Riley and Kimmy Show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based. About pets and animals, too. We have a spin-off show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's The Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes.
6: The Riley and Kimmy Show.
1: Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at rileyandkimmy.com.